Attention Nashville, Tennessee area drivers. Commodore Express is actively hiring CDLA team truck drivers for our West Coast operations. This is an in and out and back type operation. 4,500 plus miles per week. We offer full benefits package and above average pay package and an achievable bonus for more than four turns per month. We are a family oriented company that takes pride in our values, honesty, respect, and integrity. We can work with full-time, part-time, retired, or casual drivers. Visit our website at www.commodoreexpress.net to learn more about us and request an online application. Or call Robert in recruiting for more information at 615-287-5140, extension 1. That's 615-287-5140, extension 1. We look forward to seeing you in one of our seats. Albert Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares in. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, Elise with the assist. Welcome back. Hello. It's the Houston Dynapod podcast with me, your host, Finister. Another draw at home, this time against the Frisco Rent Boys, who outplayed us. They did. They outplayed us. They beat us everywhere on the score sheet. Not score sheet, stat sheet. Score sheet is where we tied it. So a couple interesting things. Hashtag fire Matt Jordan is trending on Twitter. Fucking took long enough. I mean, we're going on what? Decade number one is wrapping up of the Matt Jordan reign of terror, and we just now got the fire Matt Jordan hashtag trending. I loved seeing the signs. Absolutely loved it. Fire Matt Jordan, Jordan out. We need to do this every week. We need to get the supporter sections united, which we'll talk about, but we definitely need to make our voices heard. Fire Matt Jordan should be a sign or a shirt. Write it on your brown paper bags that you wear on your heads. Uh, also, I've seen tab out or tab out is kind of trending. I've seen that in a couple places. And it's hard to not agree with that because we've taken, we've had a precipitous drop in the last, I don't know, since July 1st. We haven't won a game since May 22nd. If Joe Girardi didn't win a game for three months in baseball, he'd have been fired a long time ago. So tab out is trending, rightfully so. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to get rid of him or Jordan midseason. I, I don't know what the point is. Let him finish. Nobody's going to come in right now and be able to turn this around. I don't think. I think the only hope is that Tab's system works with Pasher and Baird healthy, but right now it's not working. Now, El Battalion, El Batalon, they put out a post on social media, on Twitter, I think, slamming the people with bags on their heads saying it's football, not football. And then all social media collectively slammed our supporters group back. And it was a very Austin Anthemish moment, right? Austin Anthem and Los Verdes. Guys, we have enough going on as it is. We don't need our supporters groups doing shit like this. And I'm all for El Battalion, El Batalon, saying their piece. But you have to understand, you guys have a couple thousand followers on Twitter. You're going to have backlash. I mean, look at me. 
I made one inappropriate transgender joke, and I got the fucking Twitterverse in my ass. You have to understand if you say this, if you're exercising your right to free speech, your thousands of followers are going to do the same. And there was a better way to say it, coming from me, you know, fucking prince of cordiality. There's a better way to say it and a better way to do it. You're not going to make friends doing it that way. And to be honest, with the shit state of our club, our supporters groups need to make friends with each other and with the fans. And they need to grow their product. I mean, if I was on here on my podcast bashing my listeners, nobody would want to fucking listen. So you have to make friends. You have to do it in a way where it's 2021 and it's acceptable to everybody. And if not, then our numbers will dwindle and, I don't know, the Surge or the Texian Army will have bigger numbers. But either way, there's a better way to do it. Now, I've, I've touched on this already. Guys, supporters group, Surge, Texian Army, El Battalion, Bandera Negra. I don't even know if you guys still exist. Hustle Town supporters. We support the same club. We have the same goal. We're all traveling, it seems like, different roads to get there as supporters groups. Get on the same highway. Get on the same page. Talk to each other. You want to do it your way? Okay. But let's all agree to not go after one another. Because we have enough division in this club already. Between the fans and ownership, we don't need it in the supporters groups as well. This should be a moment where we come together. You know, great, what is it? Great adversity builds great relationships. And if you're not building that relationship, then you're helping to worsen our product and lessen our, our goal. So one thing I've noticed, we'll move on from the supporters groups. I think you guys will figure it out. You know, you've been doing it longer than I've been doing this. So you, you'll figure it out. Um, I've noticed that Corona Memo and Derek Jones seem to not be featuring lately at all. In subtime, yeah. And I, I've been impressed with Jones. I think Derek Jones is fucking good. I think Memo, when he's on, is, is good. And I think Corona has shown he has the ability to be good. However, we have declined since dropping them and inserting Coco and Darwin Saren. And I think they've performed well. It's just the results are not there. They're not there. We were having better results results with Corona, Memo, and Jones on the team, but since Coco and Saren have come in, they're not there. Now let's go through the stat sheet. This is depressing. We had 12 shots to their 11, but six of theirs were on target and four of ours were. They won the possession fight 58 to 42. That's a pretty wide gap. They completed 145 more passes than us. Their pass accuracy was also 7% higher than ours. We had one more foul. They had two more yellow cards. There were no reds in this game. FC Dallas had one offsides. Fafa stayed onside the whole game. That's a plus. And we each had five corners. Now, it was, a, it was an interesting game that was up, down, and up again. And at the end, it was kind of flat. But we rolled out our 4-3-3 with Marco in goal. Adam, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. On the left, Teenage and Timmy in the middle. Zarek Valentin on the right, who has performed better lately. He went through a dip in form, but he's looked better. Uh, we put Darin Saren, Matias Vera, and Coco Carasquia in midfield. And I, I love, it. it's hard to argue against Vera and Carasquia. It really is. But I think we might be more well-suited to put Derek Jones there instead of Saren. But what do I know? Up top, you had Griffin Dorsey. Griffin, I'm only here till Tyler or Corey gets back Dorsey. Maxi Arruti, welcome back to him. And Fafa Pico. Our lineup is going to be much more formidable, formidable, however you pronounce it, however you enunciate your words, with Tyler 
and or Corey up top. It is. It's going to be better. And that's going to give us a legit goal-scoring threat. Griffin's not bad. He is young. He's getting his feet wet in MLS. But Pasher and Baird are considerably better. So let's talk about some player milestones. Marich got his 44th start. Yeah, he did. Lundquist got his 16th appearance of the season and his 81st appearance with the Dynamo. Adam also leads the team with 33 interceptions. So eat that, Sam Junka. Hadebi got his eighth start of the season. Uh, he led the team with three clearances and three interceptions against Salt Lake on August 18th. This was his first derby for Hadebi, Hadibi, and uh, it hopefully will not be his last. Timmy Parker got his 176th appearance in MLS. He leads our club, our one and only club, in clearances with 62 and blocks with 12. Zarek Valentin got his whopping 171st career MLS appearance, 39th for us. Uh, he has second most clearances to Timmy Parker on the season with 53. Dawin Saren got his 115th start, his 12th against Dallas. Veta made his 69th MLS regular season appearance, got a goal. Fuckers on fire from long range, player. Coco got his third start. Griffin made his seventh consecutive appearance, his eighth MLS overall. Maxi came back. He still leads our team in, with six goals. It's fucking crazy. He also leads our team with most MLS appearances with 226. It's a lot. Fafa got his 126th MLS appearance and his 97th start. Uh, he also scored against Dallas last time he faced them, and he scored against us with Dallas last time he played for them. All right, so the opener sees us at home against our rivals, Frisco. Here we go. So Ren again, dropping in a low ball. It's a wonderful touch from Pico. Can he get a shot off? Off the turn, he goes down in the box. Step out of the spot where you go. Fafa Pico has scored. It's one of Houston Dynamo here in the 25th minute. It is Fafa Pico against his former team, FC Dallas. Darwin Saran looking like a boss. Nice long cross to Fafa. Fafa with the turn. He draws the foul. We get a PK. Everybody's excited. How can you not be excited right now? We know that Fafa is pretty damn good from the PK spot. PKs are almost like a guaranteed goal. I've told you before, a PK is a gift from the gods, and we got one. Fafa slots at home, 1-0 going into the half. We're feeling confident, right? Okay. Comes in over the penalty spot. It's Lundquist now. He's going to launch it back in the box. He's hung it up. Elected to punch it, and then it's headed right back in by Vera. Might have made a problem for himself. Can't say enough good things about Adam Lundquist in this game. He really got forward. His crosses were class. He, tonight, showed why we don't need to see Sam Junka back there anymore unless it's an emergency. Junka, put him in the midfield. Left mid. Let's go. 4-3-3. Put him there. He does have power. Tries to work a 1-2. It's a Rudy. Really like Coco's combinations with Arudi. Karaskia has been class so far. He's done a fantastic job in his limited amount of time. Oh God, I hope we sign him. I hope we keep him around because he has the potential to really build something here. You know, and when we, we bring back Pasher and Baird, that could be a really good punch up front. Lundquist. He's going to launch it to the back post. Fouls on the and couldn't steer it on target. 
Lundy again, I'm really happy to see this performance. Uh, he's been, it looks like, on the outs. I don't know, maybe he had a knock, maybe Tab was mad at him. But this was a good game. This is Lundqvist's second good game in a row. And I think that we've seen now, hey, this is our left back. Let's roll with Adam. Sam can spell him every now and again, but Lundy needs to be our starter. Costa's cross will come in. Goes to the back post. Be careful. That's a good position there. Oh, it's kicked off the line and then stuffed in. The center back has scored. Nikosi Tafari. He'll get his first goal. It's a bad ball here. It's FC Dallas trying to punish it, and they will. It's now 2-1. Pepe has scored. And it's a tumultuous turn of events here at BBVA Stadium here early in the second half. Once again, a slow, sloppy, lazy start to a half. We've seen this before. We start slow, we give up a goal, and it's, it's killing our season. Plain and simple. The lapses at the beginning of the second half and the beginning of the game, this is a problem that wasn't here at the beginning. It slowly creeped back into our, into our team's makeup, and it's been a problem forever. Here it is again. We're pissing matches away, coming out flat and unorganized. And here's, here's Matias Berry. He's got a shooting opportunity. Here's two tight. It's Matias Berry. It's the man from Merlo, Argentina. It is 19th appearance. And if ever the Houston Dynamo needed a goal and something to bring them back. Matias Vera, once again, long-range goal. I love that he's playing up. I love that he's making forward runs. You're seeing that he is a long-shot threat, and he's been our savior. I mean, I think there's been two matches where he alone has wrestled a point away. So kudos to Vera. He deserves to play every week. Duren's going to hit an early ball. Curves it to the back post. That does it. It's going to be a share of the spoil. Yet again, another draw at home. These should be wins. We are drawing games we should be winning, and we are losing games we should tie. This, it's gotten bad. It's gotten rough. It can't continue. And at this rate, I don't see the playoffs as being a realistic option for this team. Hey, let's talk about this awesome company, Clap Cleats. If you are out there on the dating scene and looking to make a statement or just want to reignite the romance with your partner, you got to look into getting a pair of clap cleats. They're revolutionary socks specifically designed to give you more traction for the action, more drive for the grind, and more thrust for the lust. Clap cleats are made of a high-performance bamboo material that are cooler than cotton and wick away sweat. Each socks are individually five-toed for a secure fit made with advanced polymer grips on the soles, under your toes, and at multiple points of contact with the ground. They are not a one-size-fits-all plain old sock. They are sport-cut ankle socks that your partner won't even notice you have on. Think about this. Pretty much all physical activities, there are specific sneakers or cleats to make sure you perform your best. But why not in the bedroom? Which is probably the most important physical activity you are doing. Optimal performance does not come from your waist. It should be coming from your legs. If you want to be an all-star in the bedroom, if you want to bring your A game and score the winning goal, go buy a pair of clap cleats. Use our promo code HDP for 10% off. Again, use code HDP for 10% off at checkout. Now, go out there and clap some cheeks with clap cleats. So it started off um, fairly similar to the first go-around. 
We both were looking for a win, and in the end, we ended up with a draw. Uh, out of the gate, it looked, it was end-to-end, -end, it was fast, it was fun, it was, you know, it was good, despite the heat and humidity. But five minutes in, Dallas gets an injury. It brings, uh, Luchi Gonzalez has to make a sub as Bresson goes down with a hamstring or shoulder injury. Um, and that was good. You like to see one of their, you don't like to see him get hurt, but when one of their defenders gets hurt, you're like, oh, good. This opens up some shit for us to do. It, it looked to me like the, the first half was very bland. It was very boring. Aside from the PK, there wasn't a lot of opportunities. It appears like, judging by the stands, this rivalry has lost its, its intrigue. We seem to be more focused on Austin because their fans tend to be a little bit louder. Let's be honest, all three Texas teams suck right now. We're all fucking horrible. But it, it doesn't. It, it, the, the supporters traveling from Dallas was a small group. The supporters there supporting the Dynamo, smaller group. And, I mean, the Astros game ended an hour before. Not many people are going to go see the Strohs. They're not going to go see a first-place team and then go watch a last-place team. So, yeah, there's that. Um, everybody looked a little tired, right? Everybody looked tired. Now, the man of the match, the man of the moment, Matias Vera, he scores and he rescues a point for us again. Uh, Valentin with the assist gets the ball, slots it ahead to Vera. Vera puts another long-distance shot in the bottom corner. We blew and pissed away a, a one nothing lead at halftime. You know, after Fafa Pico gets that PK. And our winless streak is now at 14 matches. 14 matches, eight draws, six losses. It's unacceptable. It is. Dallas, on the other hand, is flipping the coin, and they have five points from three matches after they went and lost seven straight. So it's not like we can't turn the tide on this season. It's just that we, we're not doing it. We're not winning at home, and our, our home has been a fortress. We're getting draws on the road that are now losses. And we haven't won on the road in how many fucking games? How many? How many years? When's the last time we won on the road? You know, Matias Vera twice has been our savior. We get another draw at home. You had some good looks from Karaskia and Arudi. Uh, my highlight was seeing Lundqvist back, like I said. This has been, it's been a really rough fucking stretch, man. This has been tough. This is like having a herpes flare-up that won't go away. You know what I mean? Like you just wake up and you're like, oh shit, cauliflower on my dick again. It's, it's tough, man. But I think, I really think when Corey Baird and Ty Pasher come back up front, we're going to put goals away. Those guys are going to create space. They're going to draw players away, which will create space for the other two up, up, up top. The bad thing is, you know, we, we made three signings this year, midseason. Teenage Adebi, Corey Baird, and Karaskia. The problem is, the midfield and attacking options that we needed, they came in at such a late stage. They came in at basically halfway through. They need time to adjust. you got to figure, you're looking at a month to adjust. Baird's now hurt. We got these guys at such a late stage. Any chance to make a push may be too late for us to actually do it. Now, I fully believe we can turn it around and we can get in the playoffs if healthy. We're not healthy. We're dead fucking last in the Western Conference again. And everybody's fed up, rightfully so. This team can win. We need to bring in a GM who's going to take that extra step, who's not going to whiff on players so much. He whiffs. Look at Bahamich. He whiffs. Look at the money from the Elise and Minotis deals. He whiffs. Look what happened with Kyoto. Kyoto is a talent. Yeah, he's a shithead, but he's a talent. But we screwed that up. We have a coach who does bring out the best in our players, 
but he doesn't bring out the best on-field results. You need both. You need a guy that's going to help your players grow as humans and players and is also going to implement the right system to suit them, and that's not what we have, unfortunately. I've been tab in Tab's corner for a long time, but now not using your five subs, guessing at formations, guessing at lineups. It looks like Tab has no idea what's going on at times. And like I said last week, I think it's time for him to go. I am fine if Matt Jordan and Tab Ramos finish the season. That's not going to hurt my feelings at all. At this point, I'm looking at it like, you know what? The guys have settled. They're in a system. Let's let this system and this front office go to the end of the year. And as soon as we don't make the playoffs, we fire them. I think even if we make the playoffs, we need to let them go. Because if we just make the playoffs, looking at our tactics and how it has driven our team down and cost us matches, if we just make the playoffs but we played tactically sound football that our guys knew, we might have had a home match. We're not that bad. We're really not. We've invested in our team. We've grown our payroll like people wanted. We're not that bad. The problem is we don't tactically make sense. We don't really know what our identity is. We're going to run real fast and then turn it over. We don't have any solid build-up play. There's no combinations. There's no, you know, it doesn't look like there's any set rhythm to what's going to happen when I do this. You know, I pass this, I screen away. It's like basketball, pass, screen away. Very simple system. I don't know what we're doing. But I will say that Dynamo Land has effectively band together behind Fire Matt Jordan. Good. Most of us are tab out. Okay. But we do, going back to the supporters group thing, you guys need to get along. You need to get along. You support the same fucking team. It's not like one of you is voting for Biden and one of you is voting for Trump. You all support the Houston Dynamo. You support the players. You support the badge. I'm aware. I support Ted Siegel. I think he's done an okay job. But supporters groups, you need to grow your numbers, not bicker and fight and bitch at each other and then watch your numbers dwindle. I'm not saying you guys are doing a bad job. I'm just saying certain groups, you're hardly visible. I don't, we don't see you. you know, And they're still there. So this is not a knock on our supporters groups at all. They're still there, but you guys can't turn into Austin Anthem and Los Verdes. You can't fucking fight against each other and air that dirty laundry out. If someone wants to wear a bag on their head, leave them the fuck alone. Leave them alone. Who cares? Why do you care? You don't want to show your face. It's not that. It's a statement saying it's so embarrassing. We are so fed up with what's going on that we'd rather hide our identities than be known. It has nothing to do with actually being upset. It's a statement. It's a statement. It's all it is. And it's a nonverbal passive statement. Leave it alone. You don't have to cuss them out. And when you're a, a, a public entity like a supporters group, like, like I am in a way, you can't, you can't say that shit and get away with it. Trust me, I learned that like a month ago. By the way, that episode did really well. The transgender episode did really fucking well. Maybe I need to cause some problems again. Uh, I don't. But, you know, that got me dropped from MLS Aces. But fuck those guys. They're too fucking polite. Too sensitive. So, boys and girls, we have Minnesota United at home this Saturday. I'm not going to be there. I have a date with a hot, hot woman 
No joke. She's fucking smoking hot. My date's at 6 to 6.30 p.m., so I will not make the game. I know. You're like, take her to the game. No. I'm not going to fucking take her to the game. I don't want her to see me act like an idiot just yet. I don't want her to see me act like a normal human. But she's fucking fine. I asked her before. I said, hey, why didn't your uh, marriage work? And she goes, well, he just always kind of touted me around as a trophy wife. And I'm like, hey, would you like to go out sometime soon before I say something to fuck this up? So the game is Saturday versus Minnesota United. As hard as it's going to be, if you can go, get out there. Cheer our boys on. They are, they are trying, even though there's been times where I look at them and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And to me, it's like they've lost faith in the system, not that they've lost faith you know, in themselves. So get out there and cheer them on. Pre-game at pitch 25, no doubt, no doubt, player. Surge will be at pitch 25, I would imagine. Uh, Texian Army, I think you guys go to King's Court, whatever. You know what would be cool, supporters groups? If you guys all had a big fucking tailgate. That'd be cool. We don't got, you don't have to go to pitch and spend $6 a beer. You guys can sneak a keg out of somebody's fucking trunk, and all the SGs can get together. You can grill. You can drink. You can all bond over your shared misery in what is supporting our club, our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo FC. So, guys and girls, that's been it. That's going to be this episode. I hope you guys uh, check out my sponsors. Clap cleats is fucking interesting. Tell you what, I liked doing that ad. Socks that I can wear and fucking sounds great. I don't know. I take my socks off though, but I get it. I get it. I've had to like put my feet against the the couch before for that that extra leverage, that extra thrust. You guys know what I'm talking about. All my players out there. So yeah, sex socks, man. I was like, this is a really novel, neat idea. They're sex toe socks. It's even more interesting. Check them out. So, boys and girls, that's it. Houston Dynapod Podcast. I'm Finister. Support our lads on, on Saturday. Give the show a like, a share, a rate, review. You guys can send me money. You can do that. Pour it right back into advertising. Guys, let's fucking beat the loons. Let's get a win. Let's shock the world and get a win. He has shocked the world. They have knocked off Minnesota United. Get a win. Get a fucking win. Turn it around. We are sinking. Right the ship a little bit. Let's, let's surprise some people. But guys, that's it. That's the end of the show. And as always, go Dynamo. Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares in. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Felice with the assist.